A legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro Compound. The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking, bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit IronMagLabs.com. IronMagLabs.com. Welcome back to Central Bodybuilding. I'm your host, Jeff Roberts, and I'm here, as always, with Matt White. What's up, Matt? We almost had another meltdown. I know. Oh, my gosh. Literally, I'm, I'm signing on, and, and it freezes up, and I'm like, oh, don't do this to us again. Don't do this to us. Like, first, there was issues with your Skype. Now, it seems like I'm having issues with my Skype. I'm like, come on, open up, open up, open up. So it opens up. And it's just looking weird. I'm like, hmm, okay, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to test it first. So I click on that, uh, the sound test service or whatever it's called, the echo thing that usually it just, it's a recording. Yep. So I clicked on that. Next thing I know, it comes up not responding. I'm like, okay. So I want to click out of that and try something else. Then my whole laptop froze. I'm like, what's going on here? So I'm like, okay, I'll just quick restart my computer, try it again. Restart it, plug in my mic, click Skype, nothing. Nothing was coming up. I'm like, what is going on with Skype? I'm like, I'm going to try this one more time, and then I might just have to call from my phone. Hard, you know, restart, get back in. This time Skype finally opens after like five minutes. I'm like, okay, all right, it's up. It looks okay. I'm going to try and call Jeff. So I call you, <laughs> you answer, I can hear you this time. Before, I guess when it went through, you couldn't hear me at all. And I couldn't hear Jack, nothing. And uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Like, oh boy, crisis averted on that one. But uh, yeah. I'm going to have to look into that and try and figure out what's going on. I don't know if there's an update that's supposed to be going on that's that's getting a little wonky or what. But uh, but hey, I forgot to to ask before we even jumped on the show. How are you feeling? I know both of us were kind of sick the last episode. Um, I actually recorded with Lee yesterday, and he asked me if I had a cold. So I still sound the part, and I still sound the part now. It's one of those situations at this point where you get pretty, like, pretty sick, and then it it holds on to your in your like sciences in your head. The congestion just refuses to go away. I've been 85% now for like, this is probably the fourth day that I haven't had a sore throat or like I can breathe properly and everything like that. It's just like right. congestion in my head that won't go away. So I'm, uh, I, I still sound sick, but I don't really feel sick. It's just, uh, but now I've got my wife sick and who knows? Uh, I hope I don't get sick again, but, um, that would be like the first time in my entire adult life that that's happened. 
but <laughs> I'm 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 feeling better. It's it, it's hard with. Uh, I hate when people say they're really busy because I just everyone thinks they're really busy, but I've been really busy, so it's hard to it, it gets hard to recover. And um, I was up uh, last night watching the election, not necessarily because I was super interested in the election, but because I just um, I couldn't fall asleep, so I ended up being up late uh, last night. So uh, and I kind of wanted to see. If Donald Trump won, I kind of wanted to see his um, acceptance speech. Yeah. Um, kind of as president to see what the difference was, and there was a huge difference. <laughs> and um, which I don't know if I guess we'll just parlay right into the election because I think the speech was the first sign of him getting nothing done. Um, now don't get me wrong. I would vote for Trump for the rest of my life before I'd vote for Hillary for one month of, of, uh, being in the, in the white house. But I think that is, it almost seemed like as soon as he won, he calmed down and became PC and he's just gonna, it's the same thing that happened with Obama. I'm not saying this is what I mean. It's only been one speech. I'm putting the car before the horse, but with Obama, you had him just rallying everybody. What's is going to happen? That's going to happen. Like every black person was like freaking out about how all the black people were going to like, like he's going to like give all the black people money or something like fucking don't be stupid, you know? And then, um, you know, as soon as he became president, it's like, I remember the first thing, the first thing that people, if you remember, this is probably 2000, uh, probably 2009, 2008, maybe the first thing that people started criticizing Obama for was not doing anything. Um, I remember sitting in an 8 a.m. Spanish class, which signing up for an 8 a.m. Spanish class was one of the worst decisions I've ever made. There was (laughs) no chance of any kind that I was ever going to pass that class. And I didn't, um, 8 a.m. Spanish class. And it was one of those professors that only spoke Spanish to a one-on-one class. Fucking retard. Anyways, um, and I remember in that class kind of discussing Obama a little bit and everyone saying that he just hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything bad, but he hasn't done anything at all. And I think his speech was a little bit for him. It was super politically correct. It was, I mean, it was super, there was no, like we stomped Hillary into the ground or we took her out or there was no Donald Trumpish things said at all it was all like we're gonna make the country great you and i together we need each other's help hillary was a great adversary we owe a lot to her we have to thank her for all her contributions to the country he thanked his family he thanked his vp he it, it was like very very um unconfrontational and uh i i don't know i don't know if I hope that that's the way it continues or if I hope it's not the way it continues. Cause a lot of the, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, anticipate a lot of the things he said would happen actually happening. I just, I, it's just how it usually works. Um, if, if a presidential candidate says he's going to do two things or, or 10 things, he usually gets one of them done, you know? 
It's like one of those type of things. Like Obama said this, 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 and all he did was Obamacare, which was nothing like he described it, and it just kind of was a shit show. Um, he said everyone would have free health care, and instead he made it so everyone has to have health care, but it's not free. <laughs> it's like right, but uh. So I don't know. I don't know. I thought the 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 first speech was interesting because it was just not Trumpish. I feel like if Hillary won, her speech would have been exactly the same as Donald Trump's, and nothing about them has been the same so far. But um, what did you think? Did you watch it? Because actually, Pennsylvania was a big uh, a big deal in the whole thing. Pennsylvania kind of clinched the victory for him. Yeah, I mean, I stayed up till about one forty-five. And, and it was one of those things where my head would start falling and then I would quick snap back and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. And then my head would start falling and then like my head would snap back and I'm like, okay, I'm awake, I'm awake. Finally, I'm yeah. like, I need to go to bed. I'm like, I'm, even if he does come on and, and ends up winning, I'm going to be probably asleep. So I'm like, I'll, I'll just catch up in the morning. So I woke up, obviously saw that he won, you know, Pennsylvania obviously helped him clinch that. But, uh. You know, it was it was interesting that it took so long because, I mean, Pittsburgh and and Philadelphia really helped Hillary, um, but it seemed like the rest of the state honestly hated her, and it's it's interesting because in in the final uh, debate they asked Trump if he would concede and and support Hillary if she won. And he said, I'll have to see at the time or, you know, I'm paraphrasing basically. And at the end of last night, early this morning, I guess you should say, um, once they announced that Trump won, you know, Hillary had some goon go down and basically say, uh, yeah, Hillary's not going to come down and speak. So everyone can just go home. And I was kind of like, ain't that some shit? She was on Trump's ass about. Oh, well, you know, how is it that you, you know, you're not going to support us? And now literally as we're recording this, Hillary is on giving her speech. It's uh, I think she started going on maybe around 1130 ish uh, Eastern Standard Time. It's Wednesday the 9th. And uh, so I don't I have no idea what she's saying right now. Uh, I mean, she she could be talking about clowns and balloons for, for all I know. But uh, I thought it was interesting that. She made zero comments, didn't go down and and wave, say hi, thanking people for coming out. I mean, if anything, that was a in my in my opinion, a big FU to all of her supporters. They went out in in drones and filled that uh, you know, stadium or whatever, uh, convention center, and and they were there for her. And and most of them at least stayed till the end. But the fact that she didn't even come down and and wave, say hi, say thanks, uh, even say, hey, look, I appreciate you guys coming out. I'm going to give a formal speech uh, tomorrow morning, but I appreciate your support, whatever. Um, and, and don't take this as I'm I'm a Trump, you know, believer and fan. Uh, we were literally voting for the lesser of two evils here. And, you know, I think the American people believed in Trump's message, not Trump himself. There's there's so many things going on in in the government and politics, uh, corruption. I mean, you have career politicians who, you know, they're making so much money under the table on top of what they're getting from from the government that it's it's stupid. 
And and unfortunately, Hillary's Hillary, she's one of those people. And, uh, you know, I really hope that Trump goes in and kind of cleans house, cleans that up. And, you know, if people don't want to go back to the way that, you know, it was in the beginning, then you know what? Then then we need to make change. And and maybe Trump can can oust some of these people and and get us back to to the balance that we need in in the government. But I think what he has going for him is he's probably going to surround himself with one of the best teams ever. I mean, Pence is is a very, very, very smart guy. And and it's it was wise of him to make him his VP pick. So, you know, I think it's going to come down to the same thing as, say, a, you know, a college football coach where, you know, he might not be the best coach in terms of knowing everything about, you know, the team, the plays, uh, formations and, and whatnot. But he surrounds himself with a team that makes him look good. Um, you know, obviously, if, if they win, he takes the credit. If they take the fall, he takes the credit. But really, it's the team around him that that is is the win or loss at the end of the day. And it's I think it's going to hold true for Trump if if he doesn't get a, a group around him to help him get up to speed with what's going on with policies and, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, we might be in for a rude awakening and, and look back after a couple of years and go, oh, man, this is like another Obama all over again. You know, he, all, all he's doing is playing golf and, and talking. And that's that's all that happens. But yeah. uh, I mean, I, I like to see that he kind of calmed down a little bit, which I, I think eases the minds of some of the Americans, at least. It eases the minds of the liberals, but not the conservatives that want him to do the things. I, I Not all the conservatives, because there are certainly conservatives that, uh, namely female conservatives that did not vote for him. But um, I think that. It's it's hard for me to say because I would never label myself liberal or conservative. I think political parties are a tool to keep us stupid and controllable. The the fact that you have two people who are tech, who are supposed to be qualified to run the country, the same country, who are like completely different, just is is just. Uh, asinine how, how, how can two people who have completely different views on everything both be suitable to run the country like it, it doesn't make any sense like you can't have it, it, why do we have to have part why do we have to have like all the liberal people fighting all the conservative people it doesn't make any it doesn't help anyone in any way there should be there, there should be candidates running you know, why do, why do we have to have, it's just stupid. No one is ever, and I have people in my life who are into politics. My best friend has a master's in, in, in uh, political science, and no one has even come close to giving me a good explanation as to why we have political parties. Not even close. Yeah. It's just like there's something that happens because it's like, why we, why do we, why are, why is, why are pancakes and eggs breakfast foods? and steak and potatoes dinner foods how come like what makes in a sandwich is you know like even that you could probably go back to like back in the day when it was like you had to eat the eggs fresh or something i don't know it's like one of those things that's just it's the way it is you know and no one's don't question it you fucking sheep you know but um that said i if i had to i'm certainly more conservative than i am liberal but i would never 
because there are things in the conservative party that I completely disagree with. There are just more things in the liberal party that I disagree with, but it's like the, the, the liberals seem like much sore losers. Um, like if you look at social media, which I haven't, uh, but I've been told by people already today, social media is going off by how America is sexist and racist because we, and it's like, it's just, and I remember saying when uh, Obama got in the first time, imagine if he, if he lost, there'd be fucking riots. There would be fucking riots in the cities that he lost that were racist and all this shit. I feel like, but when he won, the conservatives were, they weren't happy, but they didn't go and, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like this. Um, I do feel like the, the reason I bring this up is because you brought up Hillary not, like, not speaking and whatever. And, um, you could see it at a lot of the, the Democratic Hillary supporting whatever the, the little camps were. People just, um, leaving early and giving up on it and just and I saw articles posted immediately after the election like talking about how it's the end of the country and all it's just like it's just kind of like extreme it's like I I always hearken back to George Bush and Obama we went from George Bush to Obama they are probably more different than Hillary and Trump and nothing fucking changed I mean all the same problems were the same problems. Everyone had the same issues. All the social issues were the same. Nothing fucking changed. Racism right. grew because racism is controlled by the media. And the media wanted it to grow, so they made it grow. Um, nothing nothing, nothing changed from, from redneck, God-fearing fucking um, George Bush, right-wing as can be, to fucking left-wing, conservative, black guy from the city, um... Obama and nothing fucking changed. So how like are you really that concerned? People are crying and shit. Like Hillary supporters, like give me a break. Like are you really, are you really um, have you drank the Kool Aid to a degree that makes you think which president gets in is gonna affect your life to a degree that you need to cry about it? It's just fucking stupid. But um, on the topic of Obama, I think the Trump campaign was essentially the conservative version of Obama's campaign. Obama's campaign was hope change, hope change, hope change, hope change. And all the all the um, dumb young college people actually went out and voted for him because he was kind of young, he was kind of hip, you know. And he said hope change, hope change, hope change with no real ideas and um, spread the wealth around like a fucking, you know, liberal uh, uh, classic liberal so he got all the poor people and all the all the young people who whose brains aren't functioning yet and uh i feel like trump is the opposite of that um but the, the opposite um party but the same like um the same uh, like strategy he he's he, he really if you listen to trump he really doesn't say anything of substance he just says I'm going to change this. We're going to do this. Make America great again. But he doesn't actually get down to the nitty gritty and talk about policies and talk about how he's going to implement things and plans. He just says, we're going to build a wall and they're going to pay for it. He doesn't say how it's going to, how it's going to happen, why it's going to like, there's really no specifics on anything. So 
the way I look at it, I think that we know. I mean, you should know. I, I think Hillary is is just uh, 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 bad. Would be bad. Uh, it would just be a bad president. Trump, we don't know. He could be horrendous. He could be the worst president we ever had. He could be the best president we ever had. He's a wild he, card. Right, exactly. So you, you're, you're essentially going for, like, the toss-up or the – it's going to be shitty. It's going to continue to be the shittiness that we're, we're – there's going to be more kids not winning. People are going to continue to get dumber. People are going to continue to get more helpless. People are going to continue to get fucking lazier exponentially with Hillary. Not that that's, that that's going to happen regardless of who's in the office, but it's going to happen more with Hillary, a liberal. Um, so I don't think we really know what's going to happen with Trump. It's it's going to we're going to have to wait and see. But um, I, I would guess that it's if if it's if history tells us anything, it's going to be like Obama in in uh, you know eight months. We're probably all going to be saying, huh, he's not really doing anything. I mean, I mean, if I had to bet, that's what I was. I mean, we'll be doing the show in eight months, and eight months from now, we'll be saying, or this time next year, when he's one year into his um presidency, we'll be saying nothing's really different. It's he's not really doing anything. He's kind of laying low. He has some good speeches, you know. Um, I just don't see him coming in and doing the things he says he's going to do. He might reform healthcare and get rid of Obamacare, which would be good in my opinion. But I just don't see him continuing on uh, that campaign that he was on. I just think, and I think this speech is the first, um, the first sign of it, the first sign of him slowing down. And now that he's in just kind of resting on his laurels, so to speak. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm, I'm not really people are, a lot of people are just going to be a shit show. It's going to get so ugly. We're this and that. This is a fucking... It's like, listen, I'll say it again for the hundredth time. We went from George Bush to Barack Obama and nothing fucking changed. Who... Show me one person who... Whose life was was affected significantly when we went from George Bush to, to, to Barack Obama. Like, there's nobody. It was all the same shit. I mean, everything's controlled by money, not by some fucking one man in the White House. And that's that's proof of it. And this will be further proof of it. Now we're going from Barack to Donald Trump. We're going from like a a weird right-wing conservative, like kind of off the off the map like aggressive right-wing. Um we're going to that from a coy pussy liberal who won't say or do anything because he seems scared of his own shadow so like we'll see if 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 then if four years go by and it's the same old shit then it's just more of the same shit it's just a different figurehead up there not doing shit you know you know i think it's hilarious and 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 i use my experience as as an example uh there's people in my neighborhood and and i've i've watched it on social media this morning who they're all up in arms and and there's only a few Hillary supporters in in our neighborhood but they're like my kids now mind you their kids are like under 10 years of age they're they're not following politics 
They don't know what's going on with the government. Uh, you know, everything is spoon fed to them from from what their parents say. And they're and they're spouting off on social media about how this is ruining their kids' lives. And they're Ugh. crying after they heard Trump won. And they're so disappointed and they're afraid. Well, where are they getting this fucking information from? They're getting it from you. You spoon fed that information to them. You told them that Trump is a monster and that he can't be trusted or he's going to ruin America or he's going to come, you know, eat your stuffed animals or, or whatever stupid story you want to tell everybody. And I'm being very open about this because I know my neighbors don't listen to this show, um, but it, it's no different. I would say it to their face as well. And, you know, it's just nonsense. Like, it's it's just kind of like, shut up. Like. You're you're telling your kids this. So if they're crying, that's on you. You're you're the one who who spoon-fed them all this information. I mean, unless they go to school and and in school they're very pro-Hillary, which I very highly doubt, especially in this area. Um Berks County was so pro-Trump that I find it extremely hard to believe that they're uh teaching the ways of Hillary in in their history class. Um, they never teach the ways of any president. It's stupid. No, no, that's not how it no, works. Exactly. No, but it's just like it for the next 24 hours. This is all we're going to see are, you know, people crying. Oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving the United States. Then go like all these celebrities who are like, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Canada if, or, or I'm going to go over to the UK or Mexico or wherever. If Trump goes in, okay, pack your shit, yeah. get no, out of here. No, they won't. They're all talk. I mean, what they're gonna they're gonna try and sell their multi million dollar home in in you know a terrible economy where nobody's gonna spend the money to buy their stupid home anyways. And then when they come to find out that oh this is so and so's home who acted like a little bitch when when Trump won and you said that you were gonna leave the the country and all this stuff, nobody's gonna buy your freaking home. You're gonna sit there. You're gonna shut up and you're gonna go back to making your movies because that's the only thing that you do. So you know the, the, it's. Yeah. It's so annoying. The the rich, famous people are the most idiotic because their stance is purely from a uh, – what's the word? Their stance – like a guy like Jay-Z or something or anybody like that, uh, their, their stance is purely from a, a standpoint of – it's not of substance. It's of like style, you know. It's 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 a standpoint of like how they want to be perceived, because they're worth more money than you could ever spend, and they don't fucking care about anything. So all they're concerned about is holding up a a certain like style or a certain um like uh. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, it, they're not they're not saying it because they're actually concerned with anything. Like, what the fuck? What celebrity is concerned with who's president? If you're making, if you're work, if you're worth half a billion dollars, what the hell does it matter? It doesn't matter at all if you're and and and, and honestly, it's very hard to make an argument that a, a, a filthy rich person benefits more from a liberal. That's fucking they want to tax the rich more and give more to the poor and help the people who are either impoverished 
or, or people who are um, underprivileged or just fucking lazy. They want to help those people and take away from the rich people, like the people who support the liberal. It's like if anything, you'd want to. But but they're they're not doing it because of what happens in their life. They don't care. They're fucking millionaires. What they care about is how they're coming across to the public. They want to hold that stigma of being for the people and no, oh, oh, everybody's the same and all that bullshit, you know? Like, they're, they're fucking stupid. Well, I think it's hilarious going but back I, to your... Go ahead, go ahead, finish. I, I just, I just, I need to touch on the kid thing because saying that Trump is bad for our kids compared to Hillary is, is kind of like saying feeding your kids is... This is a great analogy. Saying that Trump is bad for our kids is a, 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 and, um, instead of Hillary or in comparison to Hillary is like saying feeding your kids more expensive natural foods as they grow up is bad for them because you have less money to spend on um, pharmaceutical drugs and video games like that they want. And makes them make them stuff that makes them artificially feel better and uh, makes them happy in a, in a lazy way. That's exactly what it's like. So in other words, Trump is fucking he, he's like a, a, a man. He, he doesn't do, he doesn't he's not into the whole um, nobody can win. Uh, there's no losers and shit like that. Nothing that our, our society has ever done can harm the kids besides maybe the, the nutritional lies and poisoning us. But, um, that's why it's a good analogy, but nothing else could possibly hurt our kids more than this liberal fucking coddling, no winners, no losers. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Why do you think suicide, suicide rates are through the roof? even though we have more antidepressants than we know what to do with. It's because we're, we're just brewing pussy after pussy after put like, it's like what John, John, you and I talked about nothing, nothing can harm a kid more than no discipline and no struggles growing up. It's like, it's like putting someone into battle who has no fucking boot camp and, and no battle training. They're just going there. Cause they, they, they play, Call of Duty on Xbox and they go jump on the front line. Like they're gonna piss their pants, curl up in a ball in a in a, in a fucking bush and cry, and then get killed. And like it's it's not nothing harms the kids more than this liberal fucking everybody's the same. Don't make anyone cry. Get offended by everything. Don't you know? Make sure you're not prepared for any hardship ever. Like that's what destroy what's destroying our kids. Period, period. That and the fucking nasty the, the kids drinking twenty ounce Mountain Dews when they're four years old. Those two things are what's fucking fucking over our kids. To say that Trump and him saying pussy is what's gonna like. Are you kidding me? Your little kid is saying pussy to his friends at six years old. I promise you, it's just the way it is. Like deal with it. It's a fucking word. Or him saying, uh, him bashing. That's what the, that's what the whole child thing is coming from. It's 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 his aggressive um, 
It's just a great. It, these are probably the same parents that fucking yell and scream at each other and swear uh, in front of the kids, you know, and they have these big fights. And they're they're talking about how because Donald Trump on national TV um, maybe says "damn" or maybe is a little bit um, harsh the way he says things, that's somehow gonna harm our children. It's like you're out of your mind. You are completely out of your skull if you believe that shit. With all the shit that's going on right now, like you got fucking Rich Piana has billions of views on YouTube. You got like the role models are rap artists and fucking and you're worried about Donald Trump saying like talking like a little inappropriately once in a while. Like you are out of your mind if you think that's a legitimate argument like asinine craziness. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's hilarious that Michelle Obama, um, as well as Hillary, supports all of these rappers. They're at, you know, they're doing concerts at rallies and all of this stuff. And Michelle Obama comes out and says that uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are, are role models for her kids. Really? Go look at Jay-Z's past. Go look at both of their lyrics in in the songs that they're making millions of dollars off of. You really think that that is a role model for your for your kids? Yeah, a role it, model. It, it, it blows it blows my mind. Uh, I mean, I saw a video of of one of Hillary's rallies, and 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 listen, I listen to rap when I work out. I mean, I like to get you know all pumped up and jacked up. But I love rap. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not going out and saying the same lyrics that they use in some of their songs uh you know there's there's some type of filter between my brain and mouth it while it might be a small filter uh, you know with holes but uh you know there there's a filter in place but the fact that you know you would have that g- taking place at a rally where you're trying to unite everybody and and the lyrics in the songs are so divided it's it it blows my mind but I mean, I guess at at the end of the day, um, you know, come tomorrow morning, no one's probably going to be talking about this, and then somebody will listen to the show tomorrow and be like, ah, you drug me back into it. But uh, I don't know. I I want to see what Trump can do. I'm I'm personally glad that Hillary did not get in. Uh, I still believe that you know the things that took place with the email scandal, lying to Congress, and, and uh, among other things, uh, quite frankly, should have her in jail. Uh, there have been other people who have done lesser offenses that are sitting in jail for quite some time. I'm not quite sure why she got a pass on on the many uh, strikes that came against her, but I guess uh, that's neither here nor there at this point. But bottom line is Trump is uh, our next president, and what uh, what he does during his presidency will be yet to find out. Yep, and... Uh... I'll just leave it with one more analogy. Calling uh, rap artists, and I love rap, and maybe they're a good, um, maybe they're a good role model to adults, j- just because a lot of them worked very hard to make it to the top, and they came from really bad situations, so they overcame adversity and, and became millionaires in in America. Even though Hillary and Obama are trying to make that not possible by destroying capitalism, so it's kind of weird that they support each other because they're fucking stupid. But um, maybe for an adult, 
there can be some role model qualities to a rap artist. But to say a rap artist and particularly their craft of rap is is a good role model for a child is like saying the koi in my office I'm looking at right now are good desert dwelling creatures. Like you could throw them into the into the Kalahari and they'd be good with no water. It's fucking the opposite. I can't think of anything that will be I can't think of a statement that's less true than rap being a good rapping being a good role. I, I, what's less true? Like they, they talk about all it is is guns, sex with everyone that you see and disrespecting authority. Um, and a lot of rap is about not having to work hard, not paying taxes, selling drugs to get money. It, it, that's all it is like. How can you say it's like fucking absolutely stupid? But and I and like I said, I, I'm a rap fan. I like I like rap. And um, did you actually see that? Uh, this is kind of off topic. Did you see that Little Wayne was on um, Undisputed with uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, and they asked him about Black Lives Matter, and Lil Wayne said that he essentially said, I'm paraphrasing. He said that. He thinks Black Lives Matter is a is a, like a facade. He said he's he said I've never experienced racism. He said it's it's how I treat people. He's like nigga, that's how I treat people. Uh, I don't I don't I don't you know I you know how he talks. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. He's like Bob, I, he's like Bob would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't. He's like I've never I've never experienced. Racism. He goes, I treat everyone the same and they treat me that way back. He goes, when I was 11 years old and I shot myself with my stepdad's gun, there were all kinds of, I was hollering and screaming and dying and all the black people in the, in the complex didn't do shit. Guess who busted in the door? Two white cops and they saved my life. He's like, when I look up on the audience, I see just as many white people as I see black people. He's like, I don't see, he goes, I'm not speaking for everybody. But he said, I don't experience racism. He said, I think it's all just, it's just all a mindset. It's all a a facade that we think is there that's not really there. He's like, if you treat people a certain way, they'll treat you that way back. You don't give them any reason to be racist. And that's how it is. And I was like, I watched that and I would literally, my jaw was like hanging open. I'm like, I cannot believe he just said that. And you know, he got fucking crazy. Even Shannon Sharp immediately was like, oh, listen, here, hold on, and fucking argue with him about how racist people are. You know, because Shannon Sharp's a black dude, obviously. But, like, for him to say that was really, I think, just powerful. And um, I have a ton of res- more respect for Lil Wayne for, for saying that, for saying that. It's really how you treat people. Racism is you're you're in control of people being racist about to to you as an individual. He's at this point in society, there's not enough racism for people just to be blatantly racist for no reason. And of course, Lil Wayne at this point is is um, worth two hundred million dollars and shit, so it's kind of hard to be racist against him. But he said even growing up, he never experienced racism. He just treated everyone the same, and they treated him that way back. Um, and I, I think that's what what everyone needs to think about these days is how we treat each other. I mean, whether you're a Trump supporter, a Hillary supporter, 
in the end, the decision was made. So how we move forward with all of this, whether you're on the winning, so-called winning side of the election or the losing side of the election, it's where, we, where do we go from here? Are you going to continue to divide and, and you know, not support the direction that the country is going? And if that's the case, then, then move. You know, <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't need you then. There's nothing that you're going to bring to this country that, that's of use. If, if all you're going to do is be negative and try to divide us further. And, you know, I think racism isn't just, you know, the, the color of your skin. I mean, what, what we consider racism is no different than people being picked on and bullied in schools or, you know, people having grudges against other people in, in the workplace. It's, it's, you know, while by definition, you know, racism, you know, is, is more along the lines of a, st- a skin color. It, you know, the same type of thing is happening every day with with everybody Everyone. else. I mean, bullying and, and, and everything in the schools these days. It's, it's no different. White, black, pink, purple, blue. It, it doesn't matter. You know, shit like that is happening every day. So, you know, we as a society need to change the way that we treat each other. You know, racism, no racism whatever you know we want to call it if we treated everybody the way that we wanted to be treated there there wouldn't be so much divide and so much hate out there yep 100% i agree 100% and uh the last thing i want to say about trump i probably already said that i i tend to say last thing like seven times but um people talk about him being like a sexist and and disrespecting women and shit and it's like the the thing that that annoys me about that is his daughters and how many daughters does he have three he has like a lot of daughters at least he has at least two i know that but and he seems to have great relationships with them and to me a guy who has a great relationship with his daughters it's kind of hard for me to accept him being like an anti-woman fucking sexist it just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem like those things would go together um and 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 just and and it it's all harkens back to I just ranted about this with Lee jokes are not the same as actuality if you make a joke about a female oh women are whatever women suck at driving or it doesn't mean you're sexist you're making a fucking joke like it doesn't mean that you hate all it's like don't don't act like if if one more person tells me someone is racist, anti-semite, fucking sexist or whatever because they made a joke, I'm going to fucking smash their face in. There's no there's no there's not even a relationship there. Being being racist means you don't trust them. You don't trust black people. You don't trust Jewish people. You don't let them work for you. You don't so that's racism. Making a fucking joke is not racism. Like that that is not the same thing at all. And like you said, it's no different than somebody um calling me whatever, like saying I'm a fucking muscle head or or making fun of being diabetic. Like guys online love to make fun of me being diabetic and it's fucking hilarious. I don't care. But I'm not gonna come. Oh, they're fucking discriminating, discriminating, um, dis, dis, discriminating, discriminating <laughs> against me. That's all, folks. Uh, 
against me because I'm a diabetic. Like, everyone has that shit. They discriminate against you because you look like a boy band member. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, you know. That was hilarious. It's all that shit. It's, It's not. If you're overweight. If you're overweight and you piss someone off, guess what? They're going to call you a fat fuck because you're overweight. If you're a grown-ass man and you're 5'3 and you piss someone off, they're going to call you a midget. It's just the way it is. If you're black and you piss someone off, they're going to call you the N-word or they're going to call you whatever. You know, If you're Jewish and you piss someone off, they're going to make a Jewish joke. It's, it's, it's like that's your thing. Don't act like you're special because you're you have a different thing. Like I just don't. Then that's exactly what you just said. I just said it, and I just reiterated the same thing you said. And I, I just think that's a, like, just open your eyes and see that everyone's kind of in a similar boat when it comes to that shit. But uh, and I don't think we're saying that it's it's acceptable in society. Either. No, I mean, you know, a joke is a joke. That's fine, you know. But if you take it to the next level, that's not cool. Um, but it's you know, not, it's, but it's, a, it's an acute the issue. Joking itself is is really acceptable. It's it's something that I think society has kind of accepted. Um, but you know, I, I don't think either of us are kind of saying go out and 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 make jokes on certain people's appearance or or religion or you know what sex they prefer, whatever. Um, you know, absolutely not. But those 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 jokes and instances are like acute instances. They're not they don't mean there's a racism problem, you know? It's like between two individuals more times than not. And they're the ones with the problem. Those two people have a problem with each other and they're banging back and forth with whatever ammo they can use. Definitely not saying it's right, but don't act like that means that we're in a country of racists. Like it's just like absurd. It's absurd. It's like two guys get in a fight in the bar because one guy banged the other guy's girl. And then because those two fought each other in the bar and banged each other up that we live in a violent, awful country that loves the fight. Like that's not, no, those two like the fight. That's not, that doesn't represent everybody and everything they think they don't, those guys aren't going to go fight everyone else. You know, they're fighting that guy for a specific reason. You know, that's just how I look at it. But so we got like five minutes left. Do you want to talk about DLB or Flex Wheeler? You know, let's let's touch on Flex. I mean, there's there's not too much to talk about with him. I think we could really dive into the DLB situation. Uh, maybe we'll save that for next episode. But yeah, good uh, plan. You know, let's 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 talk about Flex. So Flex Wheeler, as most people know, has been hinting around, or uh, more accurately, people have been uh, touting it seems seemingly t- touting it for him that he may be making a comeback. And, um, he's looking pretty big. Um, it's hard to tell. Flex is a, Flex has a very interesting body. It's, 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 um, it's just not, it's unique, you know, it's atypical. So it's, it's hard to to say what he really looks like. Um, but there's videos of him online training with DJ Dennis James and, and pushing it. I mean, kind of hard. I mean, he's not killing himself under 400 pound squats or anything, but he's training pretty hard and he's talking about coming back and stuff. And, um, actually Lee priest spilled some juicy gossip on, uh, not juicy gossip, but he spilled some potentially huge info on 
International Iron saying that Black Skull, the company he's sponsored by, um, Bob Chickock also works with them and, and uh, us, obviously. He said that the owner of Black Skull may be putting on some sort of show in 2017 for the older guys, including Lee. And to the extent that the guy, Marcelo, his name is, who owns Black Skull, great, great man, he sent Lee to a specialist in Brazil to have his shoulder and neck looked at. And then, and he paid for it, obviously, and now he's paying for Lee to get a second surgery with this, like, high-end um, specialist surgeon in Brazil to try to get him back on the grind and get him going again so he can compete again. Wait, so, is this going to be an IFBB show? Yes. Really? And um, apparently, according to Lee, Marcelo was obviously told by the IFPB that it wasn't, they can't do that and stuff. And Marcelo just, he said too bad. I'm, 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 I think Marcelo is um, a powerful man in some way, shape or form in the industry, uh, probably just monetary wise. And he just basically said, listen, Lee's, I'm going to invite Lee to the show. And that's the way it is. He's, he's, he's like my brother. Uh, I love him. And that's just going to be the way it is. If you want flex, if you want me to do a show with flex, and Kevin and all these other guys coming back, then I want Lee to be there. So that would actually I, be a really cool show with those three guys. Yeah, yeah. And Lee talked about maybe we talked about maybe making it a not necessarily a competition, but just an exhibition. Like let them do posing routines, put them in posing trunks, let them pose down and shit. But and then let us talk about who looked the best and shit, as opposed to like maybe actually placing them first through tenth. I mean, if a whole bunch of legends want to jump in. We'll maybe, maybe make it an actual show, but either way, it's all, um, it's all like kind of hearsay at this point, but it's all exciting. Like if, if, if all this comes to fruition, it's all, you know, very exciting. I mean, Dorian's not that far out of shape that he could easily jump in that ring. Um, I think yep. Sean Ray could probably do the same thing. So I mean, Sean you could Ray potentially could definitely do it. Yeah, you could have Sean Ray, Dorian Yates, Kevin Lavroni, Lee Priest, um, and Flash. Imagine, imagine Lee Priest, the same Sean stage. Ray, pose down. <laughs> Somebody might be leaving with a few, a few less teeth and a black eye. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Phil Heath and Kyle all over again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, uh, it, it seems like there's obviously the Kevin factor, but the fact that Kevin and Flex are hinting about, well, Kevin straight out came out and said it. He's going to compete in 2017. Right. Now you have Flex Wheeler talking about competing in 2017. And now you have Lee Priest sponsor paying probably thousands of dollars, maybe hundreds of thousands for him to be, fixed up because apparently they did a fucking hack job in in australia and they didn't fix the nerve at all so this guy in brazil is going to really go in there and, and fix this shit up so lee can get back to it if you see lee everything on his body is still diesel he's not on any drugs the only thing atrophied on him is his right pec delt and like tricep because of the nerve damage but everything else on him is big and like he's still a diesel you know 
So, and he still trains, like, every day. He does what he can. With all of these things coming together, like, Lee really making a making a, a strong attempt at, at, at getting healthy again. All of a sudden, Flex Wheeler, who's, like, had kidney issues, almost died a bunch of times. Like, no one, I would never have thought for any reason of any kind that, that Flex Wheeler would make a comeback. I just think, I would never, I mean... Sean Ray, maybe, because Sean Ray just looks and seems healthy. He walks around great. He just seems, and he looks young, you know, kind of. Yeah. So, maybe Sean I could see, but a guy like Flex Wheeler, I would just never. So, I feel like there has to be something else. I don't think it's just these older guys being motivated by Kevin. I think it's, I, th- I think there's something else going on. Well, I mean, Flex, Flex kind of did, like, kind of what Kevin did. Flex got really small for a while. Um, I remember I went to a show and this was years ago. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Arnold and we were in the airport and I was standing next to him in line and, and I'm just kind of, I'm not eyeing him up. Like I'm like, I look better than you, but I, I certainly felt better about myself going, I'm standing next to flex Wheeler and my upper body looks pretty good compared to flex. Now, granted flex is, you know, a lot older than me, but, uh, but he got like, pretty small for a while and then he started to get you know bigger over the years again um but i just saw some recent pictures of him and and he's he's looking pretty diesel himself but i mean with lee i mean you're 100 percent spot on with lee i mean i think if lee were to literally just tighten up the diet a little bit i mean he doesn't need to add any mass it's not like kevin where kevin went from you know 200 pounds to 245 or maybe whatever he stepped on stage at the Olympia. But, uh, you know, Lee, Lee has kept his conditioning throughout the years and, and really hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And Lee is a, uh, a special kind of genetic freak. Uh, I'll tell you because we should get him on the show and talk about that. We should, as long as it doesn't end up, I'm, I'm traumatized from the fucking, from having to edit the John Romano show with this new recorder, but <laughs> and um, but anyway, I just saw. I just th- this is what I'm gonna end it with. A little John Meadows shout out. I just pulled up uh, Instagram to see if I had anything I wanted to touch on, and <laughs> John Meadows posted a a meme of himself hitting like a hands clasp, most muscular, and he's just grainy as fuck in it. And it says "Make America Grain Again." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Pretty, uh, he's got this kind of cheesy smile. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Well done, John Meadows. Do we know anything else about that whole fiasco with? I think uh, they took Bob Chick's advice. Supplement company. No, I think they took Bob Bob Chick on, on the first rep, on the last rep. He said, "Shut up." He said, "Shut up. Stop talking. It's hurting both you guys. Just shut up and do your thing behind the scenes. Do the legalities of it and shut shut the hell up." And ever since Bob said that, not that these guys are listening to Bob, I don't, I don't fucking know, but they seem to have shut up. So, you know, Bob that just Bob fell off a cliff too. Weight, though, Bob, Bob still has some pull in in the industry. Um, I know that firsthand, unfortunately. Oh yeah, definitely. But, I mean, uh, hell, he he has more pull than most most all people. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter. Of, I mean, obviously, people will get on Bob about being excessively pro IFBB and I agree with them. He is often yeah. overly pro IFBB, but I mean 
it, you can't really fault him for that. It's it's like us being it's just it's just the way the way it is. Like we're not gonna bash Iron Mag, you know. Iron Mag is part of our living, and we trust the company. We we've we've ch- chosen to work at Iron Mag because we 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 trust in Iron Mag and we we uh, believe in the product. So that's just it's kind of an unfair um, critique of Bob. But as far as that, that doesn't, that's a whole different issue from his intelligence in regards to the industry and, and how to make decisions and what to do and what not to do. I mean, if you're a young bodybuilder or whatever, and you want to, you want to know like the right moves to make the right things to say, you go to Bob. I mean, Bob is who, who else do you go to? Who, who would you go to before Bob about like just basic info or, or industry info? It's, it's fucking Bob, you know, he's, he's like the go-to guy. So. Um, maybe they, maybe they, uh, took his advice and, and, uh, rolled with it. Cause I haven't heard anything from that and I'm, I'm kind of glad I haven't. Well, I'm sure the one party took a step back and looked at, uh, some of the things that he said and, and did in said videos, uh, and probably said, I look like a complete idiot and probably decided that that's not the route that he wants to go. He owns a supplement company. And, you know, he doesn't want everybody bashing his supplement company and having him go out of business. So he probably definitely took Bob's advice and shut up. So I just wasn't sure if there was anything going on behind the scenes. I, I personally haven't talked to either party. Uh, I don't plan to either. But uh, I, I'm just curious, considering some of the other happenings that took place between uh, that company being split up and other partners buying it out. And, and John possibly following the other partners instead of the original. We're being very vague here. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to be sued. So if you're reading between the lines, <laughs> we, we appreciate your, uh, uh, your following along. If not, uh, we'll, we'll, tr- we'll try and draw a map or something. Yeah, well, um, I hope it stays this way. I hope I, – I, I mean obviously it's bad for both companies and it may, it may prove to be the end of all those companies. And I think – I haven't heard much about those companies since then, so I wouldn't it may be sad. Be, I mean, uh, uh, the Submit company is as fickle as it is. With something like this, it's it may be uh, an insurmountable uh, uh, fall, I guess you'd say. But uh, with that, we've come to the episode of an. Uh, we come to the end of an episode. And, Jesus Christ, we've come to the end of another episode of Central Bodybuilding. Last week, I said it was episode sixty-eight. I was wrong. This is 68. Last week was 67. That's how numbers work. Um, and that's all I got. I definitely check out ironmaglabs.com. Uh, that's the company that supports this show. Ironmagresearch.com, the best research chemicals and peptides on the market. Uh, trust me on that one. And um, you can use coupon code Jeff15 at uh, checkout for 15% off your purchase. G E O F F one five. And, um, there's deals over there too. I mean, you spend $300 on iron mag labs, you get free shipping and then 15% off of that. Uh, and then iron mag research, uh, all the research chems, uh, maybe everything on there, but definitely the research chems are buy three, get one free. And then you get 15% off of that. So that's a, a pretty big discount if you want to stock up on that stuff. So 
Check those out. Check out ironmagazine.com. That's where this show was posted and all our articles are posted. Um, what's the last word, Matt? Go America. <laughs> <laughs> With the the um the pause, I like it. <laughs> the uh, I'm having trouble coming up with words today. It was the uh, what would you call that pause? Intense or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, I need to get off this thing because I can't think of words right now. I'm, I'm stupid. So this is uh again episode 68. Last week was 67. Uh, they're labeled correctly. Don't listen to me. Just look at the label. The label will be right. We can't um, count that high. Yeah, I'm often wrong about what episode it is. It's super hard to keep track of. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of strange. You know what? It's a but, good problem to have, though. If, yeah, it is. We're a still good counting on, you know, fingers and toes. Uh, you know, we might not be uh, legitimized, I guess you could say. But <laughs> exactly. But we're, so we're rolling along. For Donald Trump, our new, our what, 45th president, I think he is of of America, the great country of America. Donald Trump is our new president and Flex Wheeler might be making a comeback. Um um Matt White, I almost forgot your fucking name. See this shit? Matt White will be featured on another radio show coming up soon that's not this one, so look out for that. Um just a ton of exciting stuff going on. All, all over in the country in the bodybuilding industry um, it's 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 great stuff everywhere so stay positive everybody like we do on this show and we will see you all next time <laughs>